Hi, this is Jenny White, the host of the Business Growth Podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs, business owners, and high-level executives to learn best practices, how to grow your business from a variety of different industries and verticals. Anyone and everyone can get knowledge from this show. We're excited to have you here. Hi, everybody. This is Jenny White with the Business Growth Show, welcoming you back. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Joe Cisinski. I want to make sure I said it correctly. He is the the co-founder and president of BrainShare Business Mentors. And today, we're going to be talking to him about growth mentality, business hacks, who should be exploring personal and professional development, all of us, and what tools we can take from his Toolbox. He has some really cool videos on YouTube and some fun stuff that we're going to get into that I checked out and I was like, okay, this is going to be a good conversation because I'm basically kind of doing this for myself and sharing it with everybody else too, because we can all learn a lot from Joe. So Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining. Well, it's my honor and privilege to be here. Thank you for allowing me to, 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 to utilize some of your time and your audience's time. Uh, time is our most precious asset. So thank you for allowing me to be here with you. Absolutely. So one of the things I was looking at in Joe's repertoire, um, and he has, again, great videos. You can find him on LinkedIn. Um, there's a website. We'll be linking to some of this stuff on, on the rest of the show. But um, wh- some of the videos that he goes through are ways that people can overcome obstacles and avoid sort of just, I guess, business fatigue, you know, just the daily grind, especially if you're owner operator, if you are in a growth stage of your business. and um, one of the cool things, if you don't mind, I really would like to start with is the um, skill fun matrix, because as soon as I saw that, I was like, I have to click it because one of the reasons I started an agency was because I was like, this is going to be so fun. We're going to have so much fun. And then you get sometimes, yeah, you get to have fun. But then a lot of times <laughs> running a small business is the hardest thing you will ever do in your life is 87 percent or whatever number you want of businesses yeah. never make it past year two. And it's because of burnout. You yeah. get so tired. I mean, everybody that's been in business for, for more than, than about five years, remember that first two years of chaos. And that, that that's what, uh, you know, we, that's part of the foundation of a business. You know, you've got your, your goal setting, your time allocations, your finance, and your, your operations, man, your standards. Yeah. And that time uh, aspect of things, time's our most valuable asset. You can make more money, but you can't make more time. How you utilize it will determine the success of your life and your business, your personal life, your business life, they merge together. Yeah. And I don't care how much AI or how much automation you use, you you still can't create time, you know, because all of those implementations, those take time too, right? So um, walk us through just real quick, some of your fun skills matrix, because we were actually just talking about that before we even hopped on, but um, love to hear you. Yeah, it's it's really simple. I'll actually do a Joe draw if you want. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, after you got your calendar together and you go back and you review it and you're like, okay, what should I be delegating? What should I get off my plate? How do I decide that? And a lot of people will take, will, will try to delegate the task that takes them the most time or, or whatever. And, and I like doing it kind of like this, where you create a little matrix. This is Joe draw. Mm-hmm. And you've got, uh, what is, uh, what are your skills requires your skills and what's fun for you because business is supposed to be fun if it's not you're probably doing something wrong it's kind of, you know why, why you know we work too hard at this for not to be fun mm-hmm. so you go through your calendar 
okay? And you say, okay, uh, for the last two weeks, what did I do? And did it require my skills as the leader, as CEO, as whatever your hat you're wearing at that time? You got lots of hats when you're running a small business. <clears throat> did it require my skills? And was it fun for me? Mm -hmm. So I'll go with a couple of my favorites. Bookkeeping. It does not require my skills and it is not fun for me. Uh-uh. Um, we had just talked a little bit about video editing. No. Um, <laughs> answering the phones. No. Uh, doing this kind of uh, events, doing, doing, uh, getting you know in front of people. Doing, I love fun. that. Yes. It's fun. Um, mentoring people one-on-one -on -one or in a group environment or up on stage. That's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Social media. Uh, maybe a little skills, but that's not not fun for me. At, no, I don't, newsletters. I, I like doing the content, but the, no newsletters. No. And then once you put this together with all of the tasks that you've done for the last couple of weeks, mm -hmm. then we go. Okay, let's start down here and start putting the processes in place and delegating these out. Yeah. So the goal is to only do what's fun and requires your skill. And then business coach, is fun. Yeah, that's when you're like, put baby in the corner, that one. Yes, <laughs> in the fun corner. Well, because this is what sucks your energy. This yeah. is what causes burnout. Yeah. This is not fun for you. You don't like to yeah. do it. You're procrastinating, then it piles up. You know, you know, a Brian Tracy's eat the frog. You know, this is the eat the frog stuff. Mm -hmm. You gotta get it done. You gotta define the processes and then you delegate it out. This yeah. is one of my funnest things. The, the the challenge here is getting your calendar together in the first place. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. You mentioned the calendar because I, I live and breathe. In fact, I'm so calendar driven now because of the agency and managing so many clients and um, also realizing I have to put certain personal things on there or else I won't remember to do them or I will book over the time that is supposed to be for me. So I live and breathe and eat and sleep by my calendar, literally. Whether that's a good thing or bad thing that remains to be no, seen. Well, well, it's to me, it's a good thing because then you don't. Then you can put your brain share on the things that are important. You don't have to worry about oh, did it? When am I doing laundry? When am I going to the? Oh, you know what? Uh, I put haircut on there, dry cleaning, yeah, sure. everything. So I don't have to think about it. Sure. Now, and, and this is another one where you said personal and business. Guess you know I get the well. Should I have two calendars? One for personal, one for business. There's only one you. Yes. Correct. It's one calendar. Mm -hmm. I agree. Don't, don't make it. And, and business and personal merge together. Business they is do. doing good. Your personal life is going to suffer. If your personal life is, is struggling, you know, figure out what your constraint is. Address your constraint. Um, that's talked about in, in uh, the goal by Goldrat and lots about theory of constraints. One of the hardest things to do is identify what is the biggest constraint in your business. Right. Um, you just kind of skirted over the name of your company, which I'd like to oh. delve into because I think it's significant. So it's called Brain Share, and you're a Brain Share coach. But that was part of what you were getting into. Do you want to share a little bit about Brain well, Share? Sure. So as, as I started going down this path, one of the biggest challenges I saw was business owners, especially the, the smaller businesses, you know, 50 employees or less, you know, that 12. 12 employees, the 25, whenever you have to put another management layer in, 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 in place, yeah. the brain share, they weren't focused on where they need to focus on. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is I've leveraged some NLP techniques and because, you know, here's, you're, you're there, aren't you? L look at this. 
you, you've got to be all of these, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to be the CEO. This, part, you this the... part right here hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happens is when you're focused and you're focused on one of those brain shares, one of those modalities, mm -hmm. you're very good. But when you bounce back and forth, you lose energy, time, and focus. Yeah. So the key to this is block off uh, a block of time. And I mean, 45 minutes to an hour and a half to be in that modality. And then you get very, very effective and efficient at it. But if you bounce between CEO and CFO and marketing, oh, marketing and CFO, talk about two different brain sets, right? Creative and very tactical and very uh, detail-driven. Hey, you're you're going you're gonna to be in trouble. This is what brain share is all about. Is where are you spending your brain share? Yeah. And how do we get more effective and efficient? This system, I guarantee you, eight hours back in your work week. Wow. And so I love NLP. I studied it about, man, um, four or five years ago. Um, I did a really intensive uh, uh, program. I think it was 12 weeks total, like one wow. or two sessions a week. I met a lot of amazing people. In fact, one of my clients right now is from that. Um, that, and that was a long time ago. Um Actually, I think I have two clients from that. I've had three clients from that group um, because everybody kind of, everybody needs a website or growth or marketing, you know, and yeah. then you know somebody so well and it's just kind of, you know, that's how that happens. However, but the NLP stuff, man, that's almost like like what we were talking about before we hopped on to, to record the podcast. But that's that is something that you can come back to again and again and again. And you have to remind yourself. And I'm guilty of not doing that. But when you say it, I'm like, yes, it's so good. Well, it's so powerful, yeah. but it can be it can be manipulative. It got a really bad name back in the late it 80s. Did. Yeah. yeah. So Bandler and Grindler, they developed it down in Santa Cruz. Um, yeah. I know Jeannie and she written book uh, uh influencing with integrity. So Thank she you. was integrity. It's, it's in it's all about integrity. And um I I, I just got goosebumps, sorry. I, I know. Um, because that's what it's about. If you're not, you know, if it's not for the good of the universe, we shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And it's that simple. It's yeah. it, it, people, um, you know, I, I, I it, it makes me uh, grumpy whenever people use it in a manipulative mash, uh, fashion. Well, and that's what scared right. me about it. And I, I think until yeah. I really met the right people to learn from, I was like, I'm not interested. And in, I, I, I abhor manipulation. I can't stand people that I, you, and that, but that's, what's amazing about NLP. If you have a good heart and you want, you want to learn how to become better to help more people with your gift and with your, because that's the point, right? Yes. Once I found the right people. I did feel much more comfortable about learning it. I'm also pretty careful about who I tell about it Me too. it's like a big responsibility yeah. it's like you know i'm going to give you some hacks here and but what are you going to do with it you know yeah. well and, and you know i i am i recommend the nlp course nlp.com by uh, dr matt james mm -hmm. he actually kind of took a path of certifying a program so you can actually get certified and that that's the program i went through um pretty intensive course and uh, to me it's all about communication mm -hmm. And how can we improve our communication skills? Because how many times have you gotten things misinterpreted from what you actually meant? Oh my gosh. It's so, and it, even if you know it, it still happens because you have to understand the way you understand and, and, and comprehend information 
is not the way the person that's say, saying that to you is intending. Exactly. Um, like I learned that I'm audio um, analytic. So yep. I listen to tone. So it's, it, it all makes sense because I grew up play, playing music and I learned by ear and I learned languages really qu quickly because I learned by ear. Well, turns out I listen to someone's tone before I comprehend the words that they're saying, before I judge what I'm seeing, I'm listening and I'm analytical. So I'm, I'm calculating all that data. Um, but just learning what you are, you know, and, and it's that so helps powerful. you understand other people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, your disc profile, your back profile, yeah. especially when you're in auditory dealing with someone that's kinesthetic, yeah. uh, like in the trades, yeah. that's, it's real easy to miss the mark. And, you know, you hear what I'm saying? Does that sound right? Uh, you see what I mean? Can you feel it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Different, different things. He, he just understand. ran through, by the way, what an audio focused person understands versus a visual person visual. versus a kinesthetic person because if you if i if he's kinesthetic if he's if he's uh in the labor trades and i'm and i'm me i'm not I'm audio if i'm like does that sound right even me saying something like that to him it'd be better if i said does that feel right right That's and absolutely. so yeah nlp is is a great great tool so um talk to me a little bit about the types of businesses you work with like some of your favorite i guess since you like to have fun tell me what you love to do with these businesses with brain so, so so my my all of my clients have got to want to learn first of all because if you don't want to learn i can't teach you anything and we can't work together it's not I, i'm not going to waste my time i learned about 12 years ago that not everyone's a good client for me because if you already know everything we're not going to play well together yeah so but if you're willing to learn and you want to build a business and when I say business, that's a profitable enterprise that works without you. Otherwise, you have a job. If you have to be there, you have a job. And if you love it so much, it doesn't matter whether you make money. It's a hobby. They're all three okay. They're your goals, your business, your and your, your time. Decide, though, if you want a business, it's a profitable enterprise that works without you. You want a job. A lot of professional services, accountants, uh, lawyers have a job unless they create a firm. Um, and a hobby, a lot of personal trainers have a hobby. They love it so much. It doesn't necessarily matter whether you make money or not. Mm -hmm. They're all okay. They're all based on your goals. Nobody yeah. else's. Correct. So just understand that because you're trying to build a business out of a hobby. It might get a little extra frustrating as you're going yeah. down that path. Yeah. I had a client that I told them they had a hobby and she got all mad at me. And two days later, she called me up. She goes, Joe, Joe, guess what? I've got a hobby. All my stress is gone. Isn't that cool? She's got, I talked to my husband and he spends this much on golf. So I can spend this much on my business, which is my hobby, which I love. And that's okay. Okay. And now like she's that. prospering. It's, it's so cool. I think that's an important framework to put around um, the, the, the entrepreneur, the small business owner, the, the, well, any business owner, I think that's an important framework to allow them to self-diagnose. Hey, I thought I was supposed to be doing this, but you know what? This is actually okay. And exactly. th that's a big shift. That's that's actually super important because we can't all create an assembly line out of what we're doing and remove ourselves from, you know, like, like, like you said, though, that that kind of parlays itself very nicely into that fun skill matrix. Exactly. And then you can figure out 
okay, I'm this far along in the business. Now I can start like uh, you had another one, the difference between delegation and abdication, abdication. Yeah. And that was actually, let's get into that real quick. So, so well, especially high D personality cells that you're, you're familiar with, with, um, sure. with, with disc. Um, so it's the driver kind of the, the traditional uh, type A personality style that have a tendency to abdicate, which is take care of it. And, and guess what? It doesn't get done the way you want. No. So, and, and it typically doesn't. So delegating is actually, there's a process to delegate. One is, first of all, you must have a process. And if you don't have a process, create one while you're training somebody. Okay. And, then, and let's define process. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> yeah, well, that's literally a robot block. Yeah. Well, well, it could be a checklist. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't have to be robust. It, it could be, you know, just be, with all the technology we got, do a recording. Video. And yeah. A video. Yeah. A snippet videos are great sure. for, for processes. Sure. It, don't make it more complex than it is. Keep it simple. Okay. Um, have the process. And then they shadow you. Mm-hmm. then you shadow them. In other words, mm-hmm. you watch them do it. Don't you keep your mouth shut and then talk about it afterwards until they do it without any guidance. Mm-hmm. Then you put together and they check in with you. Okay, here's what I did. Mm-hmm. And then you put together KPIs or, or metrics that you measure how they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the process. Mm-hmm. If you say, go and take care of it, guess what? You're never, very seldom you're going to get, I don't like to say never, but very seldom you're going to get what you think you're going to get because in your brain, you expect this. In their brain, they expect this and they don't match. So delegate, don't abdicate. Amazing. So good. Um, thanks for the distinction. I think that um, a lot of people, and you know, I'm, I'm, I've worked with a lot of different business owners um, and a lot of different verticals and industries. And the ones that are so, the ones that just make me feel good, I'm just thinking of a few of my favorite clients right now. Um, and not that I have favorites, but the ones that, the ones that make you feel good. I mean, that really is a difference, right? And those, and those personality types or because they're all different businesses, but that's usually someone that's more of almost like, um, there's a calmness about them. There's a teaching element about them. There's also a trust factor about them because they know that if they hired us, they don't really want to know all the nitty gritty. They just want it to work. And then I know that they're where they're at with 20, 30, 40 plus employees. They're only there because their whole organization supports what they started, right? Them, their ideas, their in, their, their model, whatever. And the only way to get to that is if you had clear training and ongoing, you know, training and accountability for your employees. And, Those and are metrics. And what? And metrics. So and you metrics. lead people, you manage processes. You can't manage people. Right. Right. Exactly. So how did you get to where you're at? I bet you have a very interesting history. I can just tell your personality is like you're like bursting at the seams. You probably know like thousands and thousands of business owners and you've probably spoken like to so many people, like love to hear a little bit more about your background and how you got to where you are right now. Oh, well, I, I, I'll uh, 
I, I'll, I'll give you a quick spiel. I was born in France, raised in Arnold, Missouri, grew up in South Korea, and lived in Silicon Valley. Okay. I spent 12 years with the, the military, uh, military intelligence, which is an oxymoron, and I've got some stories to prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to work for a Fortune 50 company, a little company called Hewlett Packard for 25 years, had a phenomenal career, wow. retired in 2008 right. um, to go buy my island my goal is to buy an island and make it a scuba diving resort well you may remember 2008 what happened to the real estate market i know yeah and and i had moved everything from the stock market after the dot-com bust to real estate because it was safe and so i retired and i sold bounce back so i took a year and just kind of played um, in my retirement and then i got really bored yeah and i was walking down el camino I'm here, here in in in, uh, in the in the valley, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at all these businesses going out of business, going, you know, and I'm like, man, what can I do to help? You know, I got I, you know Zig Ziglar. It once said, you want want to make a million dollars, help a million people, and and I I live that. Not that I want the million million dollars, you can't even buy a house anymore with that, but yeah. helping people is what makes me feel good. And when yeah. I see somebody move from that stressful running the business where they're not sleeping night and their family night, and to Wow, guess what? I'm taking vacations. I got money in the bank. I, I can don't worry about my college, my kids' college fund anymore. That's what makes me drive. And that's why I started this. And um, I've evolved so much because I'm like, oh, well, guess what? The way you run a small business is not like how you run a Fortune 50. No. It's very different. And mm-hmm. I had to create more tools and systems. And that's what where Brainshare came from, from my NLP training, mm-hmm. um, my 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 business coach, my uh, um, certified uh, executive coach training, I've taken it all together and put it into simple bite-sized chunks Mm -hmm. that just about anybody can grab and say, okay, building a business is like building a house. We take Mm -hmm. it one bite at a time, one brick at a time, one stick at a time and build it. Yeah. Now I saw on your website, people can go through like a self-guided e-learning course. Um, Can people still hire Joe to come rock the house with their with their business and yes if it whatever makes the most sense for you yeah. there's not um you know it, it, there's a lot of the coaches out there yeah and you know you gotta follow this you, you yeah. know what everybody's unique yeah the program i programs i put together are unique for your business because yeah. you're going to be different than somebody else and somebody else and somebody else yeah my job is to support you not you follow what i tell you you know that, that just doesn't yeah. work I, I learned a long time ago yeah one thing that I think probably you and I might have in common is the amount of different businesses that we've been privy to. Um, it's interesting because yes, I, I also customize solutions for my clients. Um, I run a boutique firm. I had never, I didn't have any intentions of ever having a huge, you know, I don't need to have a big, you know, I don't need 20, 50, 60 people. I like to stay flexible and nimble. And, and again, at the core of what I always wanted to do was I wanted us all to have fun together, you know? And, um, but one thing I have noticed is that you could be talking to a totally different, um, a business owner of a totally different industry or vertical, and you can, you can extract the similarities, the, um, you're like, oh, I've seen this before. This is what happens in this sort of scenario. And you can make the analogy base. It's very, it's very analogous to, you know what? And this is how we overcame that challenge. And they're, they wouldn't, it's it's almost like, don't even tell them where, where it came from. Just, I've seen this happen before. Every business is the same, yet every business is unique. 
Right. I, I don't care whether you're a for-profit or a non-profit or, or what, and the big difference, because I work with a lot of non-profits uh, is, is giving back. And awesome. the only difference is how you file your taxes. You still have to right. build the, you've still got to you know, build the business, foundation, yeah. you know, marketing, systemized team, same framework, different windows. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Joe, I've had such a good time talking to you. Um, I would definitely love to make some introductions for you. I think that I, I we also work with a lot of nonprofits and, um, Again, that's part of us having fun. It's just, it's so funny because when we get a new client that's a, a nonprofit that, in fact, a lot of what we do is we help them win their Google grant awards. So a lot yes. of nonprofits don't even know that there's $120,000 of free money sitting on Google. Google's just sitting, It's you know what's so funny? It almost reminds me of like monopoly money. It's like yeah. money, you know, it's like, and they're like, here's a credit for $10,000 a month. And, but a lot of nonprofits don't know how to get it, secure it or keep it because they put a lot of more stringent rules on the nonprofits to, to it's like they, they require a, a much higher click through rate in order to keep it active. So we do specialize in that and we love working with nonprofits. And it's so funny because when I tell the team, I'm like, guess what, guess who we're going to be working with. It's so exciting because it just, it, it's that feel good thing. You know, I, I've sat on the board for, for the American Red Cross. Um, I do a lot of work with veterans, of course, as, as, as yes. I'm a veteran. Uh, but yeah. my favorite is College of Adaptive Arts, which is lifelong learning for special needs students. That's beautiful. And and it's it is just that one warms my heart uh, more yes. than anything else because you just see that the they want to learn. Mm -hmm. It's so cool, like sponges. Yeah. And, and I just love working with people that want to learn because yeah. to me, I mean, I I have to learn because kind of that's what I I do, but. Mm -hmm. The, you know, and the more we know, the no, the more, more we learn, the less we know. Oh my, yeah, it's true, it's true. And then you realize, well, I don't know what I don't know. And then that's I, like an existential crisis. What don't I know? Uh, what do I not know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I know I don't know a whole lot. That's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that we, I know for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, three key takeaways um, for you. Uh, to give people that are listening to this, um, let's fire people up and give them some hope. What what can what can they do? Uh, uh, keep a positive mental attitude. I mean, and that and 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 the way that I recommend doing that is in your calendar system. First thing in the morning, get up and do your morning routine and get motivated to help somebody that day. Every morning, I go, okay, I'm going to help at least three people today, and man, wow! All of a sudden, I'm ready to go. Um, number two. Put your calendar together because time is your most valuable asset. Right. And then do the Skittles fun matrix. So you're getting rid of the stuff that's not fun and doesn't help you make money to help more people. The more money you make, the more people you can help. That's the thing. Money right. is not evil. Money is there to help other people. The resource. Mm -hmm. The more we have, the more we can help. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I loved it. I loved it. I would love to do this again with you and, and do my own uh, fun skill matrix and then yeah, that would be fun to dive into that. I, 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 I love to help people. It's my honor. My goal is to help 10,000 businesses this coming year. So. I believe you will. Uh, and let us know if we can help you with any of that too. Joe, you are an absolute pleasure to speak with. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to follow you on every social platform because I'm going to need a dose of Joe. 
Um, so thanks again, everybody. Thanks for showing up for the podcast. This was Joe Cisinski, um, and he is the owner and co-founder of Brainshare Coach, um, uh, or sorry, Brainshare Business Mentors. And obviously with a background from Hewlett Packard to um, 12 years in the military, helping nonprofits, um, inspired to help over 10,000 businesses this year, definitely go check out Joe. You can find him on LinkedIn. Um, that's how we actually met. And you can also go to the website, which is, go ahead and give me your Brainshare.online is where our online courses are. And brainsharecoach.com is our main site that kind of gives you the high level overview if you want one-on-one. The Brainshare Online is really our e-learning system where you can learn at your own pace whenever you're ready because I do like to sleep sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess he is human after all. Anyway, thanks again, everybody. Come back and see us next time. Have a great day.